Welcome to The Fortress. You're listening to Time to Talk Australia. Be sure to look us up on all good podcast apps. Well, things are buzzing in Kylie World with news that the best album of 2020, of course that's disco, is about to be refreshed, rebranded and re-released. It will be called Disco Guest List. And can you just imagine the next tour, your ticket will probably let you know that you are officially on the guest list, which is pretty clever, especially considering Kylie fans, well, they're usually deliberately left off the guest list. So yay for us. The news of this five-disc set has had a mixed response on Kylie groups. Some are celebrating that we finally have the evidence of this very long-rumoured release, while others are bemoaning the lack of new content. Does that sound like Kylie World to you? Some are celebrating, some are bemoaning. It seems like there will be just three new tracks, all collaborations. And out of five discs, three new tracks? Some fans are simply asking, what's the point? We also have a fever reissue to talk about, and I'm joined by Laura from New Zealand. G'day, Laura. Hello. Nice to join everybody. Nice to have you. I think you might be the first person from New Zealand that we've ever had on one of our podcasts. Oh wow! Well, that's pretty. That's pretty exciting. I mean, we've got a lot of Kylie fans over here. Um, we don't tend to get a lot of Kylie stuff over this side of the world. We have to sort of import a lot. Um, but she did come and do one concert here um, for the X album, so that was pretty cool. So, Laura, should Kylie fans be excited about disco guest list, or should we be doing what Kylie fans do best and having a bit of a, a complain about it? So, it's it's kind of, I'm I'm a bit torn to be honest. I mean, any Kylie release I get excited about. With the fever, I was sort of like, oh, can we get a couple of extras, like maybe some B sides or some demos with the the twentieth anniversary? But with this disco guest list, I mean, it's been there's been a lot of um, promo around it for for quite some time. You know, Kylie sort of talked about you know there's been the rumours and what have you. And then to kind of see what has come out, I'm like, oh, when I saw it, somebody had advertised the other day on the one of the Kylie pages on Facebook, hey, look, this French website's got these new um, uh, advertisements of this, this disco guest list. And I was like, is this official? But to kind of see like three vinyls and, and <laughs> these multi-discs, and I was sort of thinking oh, there must be a whole pile of stuff. This is great. Some new material, um, some rework. And I'm kind of like, okay, there's like three new songs and a couple of um, sort of duets and then the rest is remixes. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of excited, but I'm also sort of like, why is there so many versions and what have you? Because we had so many different... Um, kind of versions as such with the dis- original disco, you know, the different coloured vinyl, etc. So, yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm a, a bit torn, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't have summed it up better myself. It's exactly how I feel. I'm, I'm excited. I've been wanting, I love disco. I think it's potentially my second favourite album after Rhythm of Love. Um, so I, I absolutely love it. And it didn't get the I wouldn't say recognition. I believe something went disastrously wrong in the promotion for it. I'd love to know the backstory. There has to be one because people were saying it was COVID related and all this. I don't believe that for a second because COVID didn't stop Say Something, didn't stop the recording of the album, it didn't stop Magic, it didn't stop Infinite Disco. So they had something good going, but then all of a sudden it stopped dead in its tracks. So I'm really excited like you for this. 
but perplexing. Five discs. I love the artwork, by the way. I happen to love the artwork. But disc number one, let's just go through it a little bit, is the original disco album, which I assume won't be the deluxe version. I assume it will be the standard edition, purely because disc two starts bewilderingly with Till You Love Somebody, a great track, but you're kicking off the next disc with that. Fine Wine, Hey Lonely and Spotlight are the first four tracks, which were sort of like, you know, the the extra tracks, weren't they, from the deluxe version. And these remixes that you mentioned, guess what, Laura, most of them we've already heard. I know, and that's where I'm kind of a little bit like, uh, sometimes I think the marketing team just get it wrong. Um, like I have to agree with you with disco, it sort of had that momentum and then all of a sudden it just sort of stopped and I was like, here's an opportunity, she's got some good music um, and there was just no promo over here in New Zealand and I was like, you go back to the 80s and early 90s, she was everywhere, she was all over TV, the magazines, everywhere um, and it, yeah, I just think we've kind of fallen a little bit short where we had a bit of an opportunity here to, to do something different, um, yeah. And, and any track on the album, hand on heart, any track, could have been a single. Miss a thing, perfect single material. I mean, if she wanted to mix it up like Kylie often likes to do, Supernova. Uh, anyway, look, you could mention every track off that album could have been released. So let's zone in, though, on the more positive aspect here, the three new tracks. Which, by the way, there was a rumour going around that she was doing a duet with Agnetha from, from uh, ABBA which turned out to be a very naughty rumour. Well done, whoever started that. Um, but the, I don't even know if this is official yet, but it's pretty much close to being confirmed, I'd say. And now they've, they've got another track on this album, Ollie Murs and, and Kylie, with A Second to Midnight. Jessie Ware is duetting with Kylie on this, Kiss of Life, which, by the way, I, review, I love Jessie Ware. Someone on the podcast got me into Jessie Ware. I'd never heard of her. I went and looked up her album, absolutely Kylie 94 all over, and a lot of Sade. And interestingly, I don't know if it's the one, I really don't, but Sade, or Sade, whatever she's um, known as, she has a song called Kiss of Life. And I know Jessie Ware is a huge Sade fan, so I wonder if it's that. And then, of course, this. Ah. Surely, Laura, you're excited about Kylie and Gloria Gaynor, (laughs) the singer of I Will Survive. Yeah, total disco queen. Yes. I mean, that makes sense, you know, Gloria Gaynor and Kylie. Like, disco, it's a disco album, so it absolutely makes sense. Probably, hopefully, mm. with an amazing video clip with Gloria Gaynor beforehand. What about that? Oh, yes. That would be cool. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd be on board with that. <laughs> How do you reckon their voices will mix, Laura? I, I keep That's the only thing that I keep thinking about. Gloria Gaynor and Kylie's voice so different. Um, I love Kylie's voice, but Gloria's voice very deep and rich, I suppose, and gospel, Kylie's voice. Although she's done, you know, she's sung alongside gospels before, hasn't she, with um, Wow at the proms. So she can she can certainly match it. I'm really fascinated to see how their two voices mix, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, yeah, how they kind of work it within that song. I mean, it, it just depends, I mean, how that song is written as well, um, as to, you know, whether there's only a little bit that maybe Gloria's singing or whether they're both kind of sharing equal parts. It's, yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, totally, uh, totally exciting. I haven't heard the 
song before, the rumoured song that they're singing together, which is called Can't Stop Writing Songs About You. I haven't been able to find any record of that, so that might be new. But then besides those three, we come back to the, besides Dance Floor Darling, having an electric slide remix, which I don't think we've heard. All the other remixes, I'm pretty sure, of Say Something and Magic, the Dua Lipa, the initial talk remix, for example, of Real Groove. That's a very um, uh, 80s-esque remix of that song. It's really, really good, but we have heard it before. I'll just recap for those who don't know that the other three discs, because that's two, um, disc three is going to be the Infinite Disco CD, so the, the music, a bit like what she's done with Intimate and Live and many other concert tours. And then Disco 4 will be the DVD of Infinite Disco and Disc 5 will be the Blu-ray. So five special discs. I've got to ask you, Laura, do you even own a DVD player or Blu-ray player anymore? Um, yes. <laughs> yes, I still do. DVD, I still do because a lot of the like movies and stuff I watch, um, you can't stream. You you know, you, you can't sort of get them um, anywhere or, or it's going to cost you like dearer than what it is to have a, like, a cheap DVD. So, yes, I do. I'm old school. I still have like um, a cassette player and stuff in my car. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I heard New Zealand recently introduced the MP3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a bit of Oz, a bit of New Zealand sledging there. It had to happen during this podcast. Had to happen. And Laura, feel free to get your own back on that. So, at the end of the day, um, one last quick topic there, Laura. Fever is how many years old is Fever these days? Ah, uh, what are we? It's twenty. Been twenty years, um, which is crazy because I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing um, Can't Get You Out of My Head um, at, uh, was it the Light Years Tour? I forget what she called on the Light Years like Tour. This, yeah. um, it was my, f- yes, that's it, on a night like this. My first ever Kylie concert, um, my uncle's friend got us tickets to the Sydney show and guess where we were seated? Front row centre. I was oh, ecstatic. Well done. Um, amazing. I know. We took all these photos and stuff. It was amazing. But I remember her performing that song, Can't Get You Out of My Head There, and she said, I've got this new song. And I was like, I love it. Um, and look at where it is today. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Um so, yeah, that's exciting to see that it's been 20 years. makes me kind of feel old. Um, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more with that, the marketing, and maybe like after the 20-year sort of maybe some B-sides or some demos to go alongside the Fever um, original-ish reissue. I don't know how Couldn't everyone else feels about that. More. Couldn't agree more because the Fever sessions, there were some brilliant B-sides that could have easily fit on the album. Rendezvous at Sunset, Boy, um, and there were others as well around that time. I I loved all the B-sides and some remixes. But look, there was a cassette released apparently overnight that's been snapped up, a 20th anniversary cassette. It's all sold out and there's vinyl versions floating around. I've never been good at keeping up with all of that. But, yeah, it's it's been re-released. And I've got to say, I was checking out the iTunes chart today in Australia. And Fever is, boom, right up there. I think it's in the top 10 from what I saw. And it's probably going to, you know, make a resurgence all around the world. And that's good. I hope it, it's perfect timing for the disco re-release. I hope people fall in love with Kylie all over again. 
Yes, good. I mean, Fever was an amazing album, but yeah, I think I think for this one, I think it was great to have the reissue, but I think we, we've missed the mark a little bit here with that marketing team again um, around, around you know, doing a, a reissue with some extras um, because I kind of jumped on the bandwagon and got the white vinyl straight away. Um, and then I see she's released that silver vinyl, but there's no there's no difference. It's just a literally a there's a print that comes extra with the um, vinyl, so there's nothing extra from what the original version is. Um, and same with the cassette. So, um, totally. like you said before, around them doing multiple versions. I mean, I'm a diehard fan, have been since like 1988, um, and yeah, I've probably got too much Kylie stuff, but. Um, <laughs> I know for disco, I, the other day I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, how many versions of this disco just because they were different colours? Totally, totally. At least give us a little something for our hard-earned cash because I know, I, I know I get held down for it, but exploitation. I mean, I don't mind artists trying to make something a success. It's also, by the way, it's not just a cynical money grab. It's a very clever way to get albums to number one as well because... Mm. Kylie, Madonna, any big artist that has hardcore fans, they find it really hard to get a successful album these days. But it's easier for them to get a number one because they do that whole promo before week one. And then if they release multiple versions, you know, that all adds up to, to lots and lots of sales. And it's important to get to number one because then it it's sort of an official confirmation that they're still relevant, all of that sort of stuff. But you watch Kylie, Madonna... Janet Jackson, they all fall from the top of the charts down the charts in the most dramatic of ways because of that strategy that you've just identified, which is the multiple formats. But look, at the end of the day, uh, Laura, we could talk all day about it, but this is still exciting times. Let's face it, I can hear the excitement in your voice, even though we're both a little bit (laughs) bewildered by this disco thing. Exciting times, right? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, hey, look, it's new Kylie release, so, you know, anything Kylie is, is, makes me happy. And I would be interested to know what our listeners think is, will you be buying Disco Guest List? Do you wish there was more on it? Do you think it's okay that it's just a reissue and a reminder for the more general public that Disco did exist once and it was a fantastic album? Maybe that's just what all this is about. Maybe I'm too cynical, I don't know. Good on you, Laura. Thanks so much. Thank you.